Good evening. So we are still in the kiss. We are cleansing ourselves. We're getting some good spiritual soap. Uh, the things that we need to work on. Actually, last week we did Kiddush Hashem, and that was relatively brief. I'll be very, I'll be very important. And tonight we'll do a few of them which are brief, and then it's going to actually go into character traits which the author, the Ramchal, will elaborate on, which are very important and very pertinent, very germane for all of us. That's probably, we'll, we, may, we may start this week, but we'll get to it next week, if not. So the next topic, which, which a person who wants to be righteous has to work on, and any little bit, itsy bit, uh, 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 in this area, is a problem. To work on keeping Shabbos and Yom Tov. Shabbos and Yom Tov, of course, is testimony that the God created the world. When a person keeps Shabbos, what are you saying? That God rested on the seventh, on, on the seventh day. Uh, and there are many laws of Shabbos. The Chavetz Chaim, in his work Mishnaburo, which is the classic Ashkenazic work on Halacha, says if you do not learn the laws of Shabbos, you will break Shabbos. Because you won't you won't know what you won't even know what you're doing. There's so many details, so many so many laws. If you do not learn the laws, you'll break it. Because Rabbim, as the Gemara itself says, Hilchasa Rabsa Lashabsa. It's in Aramaic. There are many halachas. What's halacha mean? Path, way of way of God. There's many paths in Shabbos. If you want to keep Shabbos correctly, there are many paths. A few divri shvus. And even though many of them are rabbinic, um, they're important. Is, uh, the language of shvos is, is a rabbinic law by Shabbos. Shvos comes from like Shabbos, which allows a person to uh, rest appropriately on Shabbos. An example of a shvos is muksa. Muksa is not asrim in hatar. My, my son Shlomo Yezer is three. So anything on Shabbos you can't do is muksa. You can say it's muksa. Right? You drive a car on Shabbos muksa. You do this on Shabbos muksa. Uh, yeah, everything's muksa. It's, not, everything's it's nice muksa. when you three. Huh? It's nice when you three. Yeah, he's 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 a kanai. He's like muksa. Of course, if it's you know he still has a little eight sahara three uh, uh, as well. But uh, but I'll tell him it's muksa, and then he knows not to do it. Um, but so shvos, of course, are the rabbinic laws which are there to protect Hilcha Shabbos, which are there to protect because Shabbos is so important, so so very important. Um, you know the litmus test of you know if I, I always say that uh, if you want to make sure that somebody doesn't get intermarried, is that to keep Shabbos? You mean Israelis? They're dating though they're girls, not Jewish. They keep kosher, you know. They need, yeah, if they're keeping Shabbos, it's not okay. If you keep Shabbos, you're 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 shakua and yahadas. You're shak, you're, you know what shakua is? How's your Hebrew? Yeah, what should I teach you first? Yiddish or Hebrew? Immersed. Uh, um, immer- immersed. You're immersed. Shabbos is. If you keep, you know, there's a reason why uh, sociologically always classified somebody as orthodox if they keep Shabbos. Oh, there's a big Torah there. Shabbos observant, he shoymer Shabbos. He or she keeps the Sabbath. That's the essence of it. Because Shabbos is 
being shakua. You're, 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 you're immersed in Torah. It's actually the spark plug. Even a, a secular Jew, like a Chada'am, could say that more than the Jews have kept Shabbos, Shabbos has kept the Jews. More than the Jews have kept Shabbos, Shabbos has kept the Jews. You, you meet many people that have lots of passion or, you know, to, to Yahadu, to, to, to Yiddishkeit, to Torah, but if they're not keeping Shabbos, they're in danger. Nara Isi, Vigam Zakanti, in my youth and in my old age now, I've seen it over and over and over and over and over again. If you want to see a person who is on the path, they are keeping Shabbos. If they're not keeping Shabbos, they are in danger of intermarriage and collapse. Always. Right? Shabbos observance is the, 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 the bulwark. Is the, the, it locks a person into Hashem. Well, that's just to keep Shabbos. To observe Shabbos correctly. To observe Shabbos correctly. You know, I, I'm, I was learning with Yosef Meir, my son. We were learning Mishnai Sanhedrin yesterday. yesterday today as well. We were learning yesterday. And we're talking about when you need a, a quart, a basin of three, when you need a basin of 23, which is Sanhedrin Gadol, Katana, and when you need a basin of 71. So I said to him, on capital cases, when, there's a, when the punishment, when theory would be murder, you need to have, and I didn't say, the Mishnah says, I explained to him when capital cases, that when the punishment is murder, you need cases of 71. So what is his first reaction he tells me? Oh, so if you murder someone, you need to go to I said, yeah, or, or you break Shabbos. <laughs> right? The punishment for Shabbos... Again, we're not in... No one's getting killed for Shabbos today because we live in a world where, you know, where, where, where people don't believe in God at all. You, you, it's where I've had a base in Mikdash. It's a world of, uh, of, of complete loss of spirituality, complete loss. loss of, we, we, people are very far, very, very far. But Shabbos is the essence Shabbos is the essence. It's you know it, it, again we live in such a, a, a we live in such a crazy world today that people can't even appreciate that. Hey, when you when you when you, you know when you go to Israel and you'll, you'll meet religious Jews that don't like Jews who break Shabbos, they don't always handle it correctly, but they're right. I mean, you're in a Jewish country. People are driving cars. Yassi. Yossi is driving a car on Shabbos. Batya is driving a car on Shabbos. Baruch is driving a car on Shabbos. Dudi is driving a car on Shabbos. You don't think that's a big deal? In the Holy Land? In Hashem's palace? That's a really big deal. Now, if you ask me, screaming Shabbos at them doesn't do too much, except cause ill will. You have to, you know, but, but the feeling, you know, the feeling is that that should hurt you when you see a break, Jew breaking Shabbos. Again, in America, most Jews are clueless, or they grew up completely ir- religious. But at the end of the day, it should bother you. You know, if Shlomo Zalman in Arabach, whenever he would see a Jew driving a car by a Shabbos, he would say to himself, Shabbos. You should feel Shabbos. My father-in-law, my father-in-law uh, was one of the heads of Hatzalah, you know, actually one of the most responsible people for making Hatzalah an international movement. Uh, he broke, broke, he had to drive on Shabbos Thousands of times. I mean, he saved lives on Shabbos. Saved, you know, the, my, my wife's busiest, his busiest night of the year is the night of Pesach. People at the Seder are having like heart attacks. You know, they have them more, oh, you know, like a you know, 78 year old man. Like people, like it's not, he run up. So, but you know what Hatzalah or Biakov Kamenetsky told him to do? 
They're saving lives. It's a mitzvah. There's no question. If you can save a life or, or keep Shabbos, what do you do? Save a life. Right? Even if it's a, a possibility. But he, he, the Hatzalah, he told them they should learn Hilcha Shabbos. You know why? Because you can get used to it. It means you're breaking Shabbos for a good reason. You're breaking Shabbos for a good reason. Somebody actually told me they were shocked once. Believe it or not, at... At the, at, at the, the JSN Women's Event, they yeah, asked me to speak, so it was in my mind. I don't know if I will do it, but at the JSN Women's Event, a woman said she, she, she's careful about what she emails on Shabbos. It wasn't obviously Rebetzin. Uh-huh. A woman who's talking about her Shmir Shabbos on a panel, she says she's more selective what she emails on. I'm like thinking to myself, like, this is what, I'm sure they don't, they didn't, you know, but they told me they were there. The woman said this thing. You know, and the boy, this is not, I'm not talking about somebody who's irreligious. But the person, you know, they're, they're, they have people today addicted to texting, addicted to the computer. They pasha can't even leave on Shabbos. Crazy. Crazy. But you know what? We're going to say no one here is going to be such a, a, a texter or a computer addict. But Shabbos, who leaves the business aside on Shabbos? Is your ta- what are you talking about the table on Shabbos? What's, what's, what's in the house on Shabbos? Um, so first of all, to be careful on the, on the halachas. Shabbos should be not shari smicha shvasi. The Durban is important. The afilu ulam and also the essence ulam prati I did in lamach lakaisim uvarim who ate saw paiskim b'sifrayim. The kulam shavim lechavasenu b'amaziras. We start to be very careful on halacha Shabbos. Very very careful on what you're doing. I I you know there are all laws of how you warm up food on Shabbos. <coughs> Of how you prepare food on Shabbos, of muksa, of what you can tell a gentile. I mean, people think you can tell a guy anything on Shabbos. Um, you know, I mean, there's countless laws one should know, and we realize the, the importance of it. You know, it's amazing. Is there any computer programmers in this room? I speak to the man. I can't get a person who's a normal, out of, not a computer program, except your husband. Hashem, we have a doctor in the house. You know, and actually, now we have the. The Ashirans and Asafs for Kule. But, you know, being in computers, you, you miss some codes. You, you have no program. Shabbos is, there's a lot of details you got to know for Shabbos, for the, the whole shebang over here. You, you know, people, people don't appreciate enough how important are the, the, the details. And the most difficult, he's writing this, the, the Ramchal, in the 18th century, the most difficult think for the masses is not to be involved in business. But whatever you can, can't do. You can't start talking. Like, we'll make a deal. I'll do this for you. You can't even look over a plan of action. How are you going to build the house? How are you going to do the program? What are you going to do? Shabbos! My wife's grandfather, I, he was a rabbi, a very prominent rabbi in Flatbush. Uh, I literally, we'd be in the room, and somebody would start talking about what they're doing in the week. I could, we could barely hear. This is the 90s. Uh, and he would say, oh, I'm planning to drive to the mountains. Shabbos! <laughs> like a little, I was like, you, wouldn't, you couldn't even imagine he heard you. 
Shabbos! You know, you know, it's not like Shabbos. It's reality of Shabbos. And I, and I want you to understand something. We say Kabbalah Shabbos. What do we say Kabbalah Shabbos? We bring in the bride. We bring in the bride. I've been under the chuppah. I love, I really love being under the chuppah. I've, I've been under the chuppah many times. I've married people off. I've been a witness. I've read the ksuba. Um, I got many brachas. I've been under the chuppah many, many times. I got under the chuppah myself one time, right? Uh, but, you know, it's such an awesome feeling under that chuppah. You really, uh, you know, around there I'm smiling. Like, you, you see like the beginning creation itself. It's such a, such a beautiful moment. Now imagine there, forget the bride and groom. I mean, the bride and groom, imagine the groom's asking, uh, asking one of the say, what's the score of the ball game? You know, or, or how's the stock market doing? You think it's crazy. But I would say, even if the witnesses are talking under the chuppah, what's a sports game going on? I mean, you're sitting there watching two people. You know what marriage is? Like, you know what, what that means that these two people are, are bonding together, starting their marriage? What's going on? You focus on what's going on over there. Right? Personally, at Shabbos, at, with, close to Hashem, they're worried about what they're doing on Wednesday. When, what day are you going to the gym? Uh, what are you doing in the gym? Uh, whose house? Whose house are we meeting at to to play mahjong? Hopefully, none of you play mahjong. My mother does. Uh? My mother does. My sister does. Send send them a CD, please. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 what a waste of life. I'm not. I, that's not there's, there's worse things. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm just. Uh, no, we've been Shabbos, making plans for for for, for the week. We can do that. Shabbos is you focus on Shabbos. You're at the moment of connection. You talk about the parsha. Don't get me wrong. If you if you have certain people, it's okay to have a conversation. But where's your focus? What do you you know, when you're when you're excited about something on a date? So imagine you know you don't talk about like you know what well, what's so and so doing. You know you, you focus on uh, your date. You focus on whatever. It's a moment of of a person to appreciate shots. By the way, I highly recommend. Uh, I I don't think I've ever. I think I wrote her. A couple of times, a couple of minutes of it. My wife's Thursday night class. But why do I recommend this? I'll tell you why. Because people who listen to Tommy, it's very good. But 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 I can tell you, every time after that class, my wife is telling me, "Do you know what I learned today? Unbelievable stuff. Really beautiful stuff. Think of that on Shabbos. Like gives depth to Shabbos. You know, you, you start thinking about you appreciate what Shabbos is." Um, also, Shabbat you can't start making deals on Shabbos. You can't go to your possessions. There's much to talk about. What needs to be done? Olel Pesach Medina. Latzes. Latzes. You can't, you know, people start packing on Shabbos. I have a flight. Pack and prepare on Shabbos for your flight. Motzei Shabbos. Yeah, you know, get a, make a run for it. The they're reporting as Lamachar. Or tomorrow we'll do a business deal. I gotta go. We're gonna do, gonna do this. I can have a Shabbos. The essence should be Shabbos. There's so much more to say about this, but again, I, I would recommend. I, not if, if anyone will be doing this. How is it? If I know he's doing it. If you could, in the convenience of the person's home. You could. You know, it's amazing. Uh, I come home Thursday nights. Now my the table is set for Shabbos. Already. I asked my wife why. She said she. You know, they were learning. That you should come into Shabbos. You know, I mean, all these things, it creates 
uh, an ambiance, Shabbos uh, of of Kedusha Shabbos. You could a person, you know, what one thing uh, if I had to say the the um, of all the things in Israel, uh, religious Israel, that I miss the most at Shabbos, because you can go to, to religious neighborhoods in Israel, no cars, and it, you know you can go to, to a, a, a Tish Friday night, which is the, with the Hasidim they have, or you go to people. They're very into Shabbos. They're, you know, Machni or whoever it's bustling before Shabbos. People getting ready. The city's shutting. I'm talking Shalim in particular. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the siren goes off. The siren, the siren, the siren goes off. It, it, there's a certain feeling, you know, of uh, you know of, of Shabbos. That reality. The more a person creates Shabbos in their home, the the deeper their Yiddishkeit will be. The the richer their Judaism will be. Nothing less. Besides all the severity and taking serious. And the reminder that Shabbos is a God created the world. Shabbos, we 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 can grow so much from Shabbos. We can benefit so much from Shabbos. And and to be honest, whether it's people becoming observant Bali Tshuva, there's nothing better than Shabbos for that. By the way, talk about the power uh, of no argument. No, and again, Torah is true. But I'll tell you one thing. I can I I. I I, I, I could, uh, not because of me, because Torah is true, I could beat anyone in an argument. But one Shabbos, anyone, meaning I could beat someone in an argument, but uh, I, if I get into my house for Shabbos, and this applies to anyone, that is a million times worth more than any proof you're going to give to them. More than any proof you're going to give a person, Torah is true, get them to come for Shabbos. You know why? Because that's, that's immersed, Shabbos are immersed in connection to Hashem. You want to know how People almost always end up becoming real Bali Tshuva. It's when they start keeping Shabbos. Or they start experience, they come for Shabbos here and there. What? I have a question. Yeah. Um, I've been many times confronted to this uh, issue that I have friends, for example, they don't keep Shabbat. But I know that they will, they will want, they would love to come for a, a Shabbat meal and it brings some light sometimes. And certain people will, will, will think the, the opposite. I, mean, I don't know. So you want to know, could you invite somebody to come on Shabbos? To drive? To drive. Is it a soul or not to invite somebody or not? Uh, good question. Because they could experience what is it to be uh, around the synagogue and to be with Jews. So I want, you, I want you to know, this is, this, is a, this is a major question. This question really... Um, the, it's developed the past 50 years because uh, historically in Morocco anyone who didn't keep Shabbos was an Avarian was a sinner they, they knew what Shabbos was and they didn't need to go to your house for Shabbos they were just they didn't want to keep it if you were in Poland if you were in Minsk if you were in Prague if you were in Vilna you were in Brisk you were in Frankfurt, you, all, you know what Shabbos was. There was every, if you would have lived in 1750, 1700, 98-99% of Jews in the world kept Shabbos. So, this is not, so anyone who didn't keep Shabbos, even 180 years ago, anyone who didn't keep Shabbos is because they didn't want to keep Shabbos. So you would never, there would be no question about inviting such people to Shabbos. You're just allowed to, first of all, they not have cars, but if they get on a, on a donkey, or a mule, or a little bit later the trains. For sure, you could not do that. But today, 
where most Jews that don't keep Shabbos never kept Shabbos, or they grew up irreligious and never weren't educated. So it's not simple. There are those who say it's forbidden because you're the one causing them to drive on Shabbos. You, we, I have a, what are you looking at me? Let me ask you a question. If I told you, uh, Ramosha Feinstein said it's Usr. Ramosha says it's Usr. Ramosha says that's Usr. So to, to invite someone for Shabbos to drive. To drive. If, I told, if somebody invited someone to the house, I'll keep Shabbos. Come to Shabbos, but I want to eat pig. Can you serve them pig? No. Why? They're going to keep Shabbos. Will you serve them pig? No. Why? Because I want to serve pig in my So how can you tell, serve someone to break Shabbos? Who says you're allowed to justify them doing a sin so they can keep, to, to come to your house for Shabbos? Who says they can get into a car so that they can, they can eat your chicken soup? They're going to get into the car anyway. That's maybe yes, all. maybe I no. But who said you... Who, so if they go to Burger King anyways, you can give them the burger? Is that what you're telling me? If they're going to go to Burger King anyways, can you give them a burger? No. No. Yes or no? So they, the, 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 actually the majority of Poskim say it's no different than say, I'll give you tray food. But come to my house. Eat your tray food. We'll sing Zemiris together. And I'll tell you about the Parsha. I'll tell you about the Parsha. I'll sing Zemiris, but I'll just give you some tray food. I would have got tray food anyways, but I'll give you the tray food so you come to my house. I would like you to come to my house. So come to my house. I'll give you tray food. We'll say talk about the Parsha, and we'll do Zemiris. You're telling the person, drive, they live 22 miles away. Come Saturday morning. You know that the only way they're going to get to your house is a car, and they're going to break Shabbos. So the, the way certain posts can hold is that's clearly the same thing. Others will hold that, that, that no, they, perhaps they're driven anyways, your intention is Kirov. I, I wouldn't answer blanket on this question. I just wanted to say it's a serious question because what you said is also true. You know, there, there are certain people, their observance started by driving somewhere for Shabbos. So I just, if it's serious, it's a serious question both ways. What, I, what is not okay is recreational inviting ever, according to all opinions, uh, inviting. Because you have a friend who likes to see, and she, she's going to drive anyway to get to my house for Shabbos. Or there's no curative aspect to it. That's also to invite them. It has to be, oh, even those who are lenient, uh, it has to be curative. And some of the people who are lenient say, you should only invite Friday night, where technically they can come before Shabbos, and sleep like Rosh Hashanah and Arba called that. So different opinions. I, I, I wouldn't want to say I'm being taped. And I don't think it's different strokes for different folks. And also you should know there's different realities for different people. You know, for some people, there are little kids see people driving there. It's not a good thing. Right? Or some people inviting them as a Chil Hashem. I have had people ask me, I kid you not, how come this person invited me to their house? Don't they, they know I'm going to drive there? <laughs> they said this to me. Why are they inviting me if I'm going to drive there? They don't get it. You know? So if that's the kind of person you're talking about, you're in a sense telling them they could drive them. So, so they're opposing holds a chilashem. If a religious, I would never do it. Because if, if I do it, if the rabbi's telling them to drive, then it's, oh, I, my feeling a rabbi should never do that. Because, you know, just like the rabbi shouldn't do other things, because there has to be a standard where they know this is not the norm of acceptance, right? So not everything is, I remember once, I'll never forget this, I was, I was in, we were in a rabbinic meeting, and uh, 
a certain person who no longer lives in this area wanted to just do something very innovative and very uh, unhalachic. And, uh, you know, I don't know who this person is. And uh, the, the rabbis were quite adamant that that would not happen. Uh, but I, he, was, he meant, well, Kira, whatever. So I remember Rabbi Levin saying to him, he said, listen, I can take off the mechitz in my shul and double my shul tomorrow. Right? And I can say, oh, it's great they're coming to Chabad as opposed to the contemporary reform temple. Let me take down the mechitza. But I'm not going to do that because you don't break the Torah to keep the Torah. Right? So again, it's a serious question. If one's intentions are good under certain circumstances, one could be lenient. I, just, I, would just, I wouldn't want to say it, it's, a not, it's not a light question. Just like you have to imagine you're giving someone a cheeseburger. Even if they buy their own cheeseburger, that's what telling them to drive on Shabbos is. But you're not telling them to drive. You're giving. You're, you're invite somebody. The only way to get your house is by a car. You're telling them to drive. But they're going. Oh, we, we no, 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 no. No, it's you're telling. You invited them to your house sun, Shabbos morning, right? You're telling them to drive. Whether they drive or not, whether they drive without you, it's irrelevant. You told them to drive. You told them to come to your house. I think what they'll be doing once they get to my house makes the difference. So, the uh, same thing with the cheeseburger. Which is my own yeah. personal opinion. Yeah. And Thank that's you. all it is. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, all right, so that, that's, that's at, as far as the shop. So, the next small thing is, It's just a good, very brief, and again, the, the, the next. Few weeks we get into character traits, which are pretty deep, uh, and, I, and I actually think super important. Uh, uh, as, as all this, so we'll just do very briefly a few other things. Every, uh, all the commands have different roots and details and branches. Some are serious, some are light. Mashrut to the nucky. If you want to be nucky, you want to be nucky. If you want to be clean, you'll you'll make sure. Just like I said. Person who walks around, actually, we get to anger soon. When we talk about characters, person who walks around with a little anger, just eh, you, know, you want to. If you're a sad person, literally, I had a very fine lady crying to me today, uh, frustrated by life. But the truth is, it didn't. She wasn't crying today. She she had, this is going on for weeks and just came out today. You know, if you walk around moping half the time, you're gonna, you know, it's gonna hit you. If you walk around. Little sad or a little anxious. So you, it, you just need the trigger to bring to bring it out. Um, so here too, but by by, uh, by a virus, if you're not careful, uh, it will come out uh, when you're when you're not expecting it. And therefore, being knocky is, is the way to go. Being clean, not even having the, the impulse for it, is the way to go. Uh, for Amru Chazal, Shinayich Keeder Harachelim, that your teeth should be like uh, a flock of uh, of a female sheep. Marachal Zutznu, or just like a, a, a you or a, a female sheep is modest. Kachesot Znuim Ukshirim, B'Mochaz B'Mochemes Midah. When they went to war, they be Znuim. What does that mean? That when they went to war, they should be completely clean. For example. They shouldn't even put on the the, uh, the tefillin of the head before the tefillin of Yad. Um, if they would have done even a small thing like that, still put on tefillin, 
Moshe would never praise them. They wouldn't have left the word. They were at such a level, they went to word a spiritual level. The Jerusalem Talmud says. Again, these are very high levels. I'm not, but we have to know, you know, it's like today, I'm not, I, I know, I'm going to get someone to email me, oh, I'm so nervous. All of this is, you know, goal setting. Weight lifting. We're talking about where we should, we, we should aim for. Okay, Hashem knows it, it, everyone where they are. He knows where we are in life. But you know, if you want to be successful in anything, you have to aim for the for the best. You know, there's a reason why today um, Gedolim books are very popular because people want to be inspired. You want to see greatness. Uh, well, there's not that much greatness in the world anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, look at the political world. Look at the world of entertainment, the world of sports. I mean, all a bunch of bums, almost all of them in all those worlds. Uh, you know, and, and certainly, hopefully, in, in the Torah world, you'd hope to find inspiration. But people don't realize that you know, all great people make lots of mistakes. There's struggles, and things take a long time. Uh, so, but there, you need to have a goal. You need to have, you know, hashi'ifa. I would much rather go to a house and see a great, 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 great marriage, and say, well, I, I can improve myself, and see, never see that, and say, okay, I'm, I'm the best, right? That, I'd rather see an unbelievable person daven. I wouldn't feel bad. It's, oh, I want to improve my davening. I want to be better. I, I, want, to, I, want, to, I want to improve. I, there have been times I saw people talk to their children a certain way, or talk to people a certain way, um, or pray a certain way, or learn a certain way, and I was inspired to improve myself. Why? Because I saw, we all are like that. We, we see improvement, right? You want to, we, we, so, we'll be dumb. You see a person daven, oh, I can't do that. I'm nervous. I'm a bad davener. Some people, literally, that's what happened. Oh, she talks to her kids so gently. I was actually, when Shifra broke her leg, um, that we had so, so this PA, who lives down the block, from my mother-in-law in Brooklyn came out. This guy was amazing how he dealt with kids. So my wife told me, and she knows this person for years, like it literally inspired her to, when the kids are sick, to how to speak to them a little bit better, a little calmer, or how to question. I mean, we didn't realize her leg was like, I mean, literally you can see the fracture, like that, across her big bone, right? You know, extraordinary pain. If we would happen to us, what? A what? It was in two places, but it was on the tibula, on the big boat, on the big boat. No, 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 not like that. That that you need surgery. Like, yeah, no, no, thank God, like that. No, it was a straight crack. Um, but still, yeah. But um, but listen, he spoke to the, my daughter a certain way. It was very, it's great. So what would I? Sh- oh, he speaks the way I should be bad. No, you should be inspired. Like literally, these things should be to focus us to do better, not to paralyze us that I'm so terrible. Right? Healthy people get inspired. Right? Hashem knows our foibles and our faults. Uh, and the goal in life is to work up, not to be static. If you were every year, you should be better. Ideally, every day you should have be, be slightly better at, as well. So like even speaking or putting your tefillin, that um, motion, that that that, that uh, like he says to talk, 
during davening between Yishtabach and because Kriyashma, ladies as well as men. Sometimes I see that some of the ladies, I'm probably the only man who has a good view of the ladies section. Um, you know, albeit I, I, I typically don't look because I'm facing the wall. But, but, you know, once in a while I like to scan the place to see who's coming, who's, who's who. You know, uh, and you see a lady comes in, she's in the middle of davening, and all of a sudden the hug parade happens. It's like the, the, no man would do that, by the way. So, but that's fine, you can make a lady feel. But then they start talking, the women were just davening. What happens here at Tfilo? Well, you're just davening to Hashem. No, I know you mean. I know you mean to be nice, but you're talking to Hashem over there. It's actually you can't talk in the middle of Kriyashma or Birkas Kriyashma, even in the middle of Suki de Zimra. If you said Baruch Shemar, you shouldn't talk before Yishtabach. There's there's no halachas over here. So kiss her without talking, and then keep davening, right? I know that, but you know what? And then, but no one kisses each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the men get. The, the, you can come here Sunday morning, be yentl, put on, you know, be put on a black hat, you know, yeshiva bachar, you'll sneak in the side, you'll hear, I give the men their hard time. It's a ladies' class. Uh, so what I'm telling you is you cannot talk in. in uh, don't be Barbara Streisand, whatever you do, though. Please. Uh, right, um, but you. But, but, is that what's yentl? Isn't that yentl? Yeah. So, but the end is talking in Davi. It says how much we should be careful and scrupulous on the things we do. Because, you know what? It makes a difference. It makes a difference. What we do, how we do it. When we do it. If we do it. And now, we'll start, well, tonight... But we're going to start going to some uh, crucial character traits. Um, here we spe- I'll spend a little more time. Just like if you're walking around, if you're not careful about Shabbos, you'll break Shabbos. If you're not careful about Kashris, even on minutia, you'll end up breaking it. If you're not careful about Brachas, you'll end up forgetting you said Brachas. If you're not for careful about that, I mean, it, 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 because when you're when you're not clean, you're, you're a ticking time bomb for problems. If you drive like a maniac, you're going to get into an accident. Just a question of when. <laughs> you know, you you drive like a maniac, you'll you'll get a ticket. It's just a question of when. It may not be today, it may not be tomorrow, but you you walk you're walking around asking for trouble. Trouble will happen. And so too with character traits. As I mentioned the case of anger. I mentioned today this woman, very fine woman, who breaks down. To me, but, but it wasn't from today. It was today. Was just a, something else happened, which broke, which broke with you know. The, the, but broke the back. no, I, I, actually, I was thinking about this. I should say this story. I, I, I don't know if I've ever said it even. Um, someone once told me I was dealing with a person with anxiety years ago. Somebody asked me to help out this young man, and. Like, literally, they had problems with severe anxiety. And then, this person got athlete's foot. And it was the biggest deal. Like, I've had athlete's foot before. I'm an athlete, right? (laughs) 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 Or, or, you know, yeah, you're an athlete, so I mean, go to a guy's shower, you're in danger, you know? 
So I go, life goes on. You put a little cream, you move on. What's the big deal? It's a little itchy. Okay. This person, the athlete's foot was like, oh, it was so frustrated, upset, and angry. Blah, blah, blah. So I said to the person, you know, it's athlete's foot. He, he told me, this person today is a much different person. Um, because they got treatment, actually. They, they saw uh, professional help. And until that point, they had not seen professional help. Um, but the person told me, the individual told me it was a great thing. He said, when you have two countries that are in peace together, and they're peaceful, if something small happens, no big deal. When you have two warring countries, one next to each other, every small misstep is cause of war. Like you're angry at each other. Every small thing. In relationships and in general. So he said to me, he said, you don't realize, I can't even live as it is. I'm so on the edge. And athletes, what to me is like, you know, I mean, there's a certain, you know, reality. If that, now, that was the end of the, uh, end, uh, the end of the rope. But if you walk around sad, you're going to get a day where it's going to be overwhelming. You walk around angry, you're going to explode. You walk around arrogant, you're going to say something dumb. Right? You're going to tweet something dumber. Um, you, you, if you walk around uh, cheap, you're going to be cheap on things which are going to be hurtful to you. All these meters, all these character traits, you've got to be clean with. It's not enough just to say, I won't do it at the time. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work. If it's there, you're, you're, if you're driving crazy, you'll, you'll say, I'm not going to get into an accident because when the car swerves in front. No, you're already in a position where you're, you can't stop yourself from this happening. So character traits are, are very important. You see, Shabbos is once a week. Really, you should prepare for that whole once. But tefillin and, uh, is once in the morning. Tefillah, if you're a man three times a day, if you're a lady, really... You should aim for twice a day if possible. Um, but character is 24-7. It's 24-7. You're angry 24-7. You know, even when you're sleeping, if you're an angry person, don't sleep as well. If you're sad, you also. If you're, your character is going to be with you in the shower, in the car, in the bedroom, in the show, it's wherever you go. And the more you cleanse your character, the better you're going to be. And the happier you're going to be. All these things, by the way. All of these things. All these character traits. And quality of life. Every slight drop, drop of improvement has a radical effect on one's life. It's such a... The calmer a person is, the happier a person is, the more generous a person is, the, the, the more smiley a person is, the... the 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 you know you know whatever all these wonderful traits improve our lives in this world and the next it's, it's every drop is important so let's try to be knocky just like we have to try to be clean in our, in our actions so too in our character traits we meet this kemachi yoiser kasha zok deramchal expounds deramchal it's more difficult to change our character. I remember I once told a lady recently, I said, it's easier to put on a shaitol than to make yourself fix your character in this area. Much easier. It's easier to keep Shabbos, by the way, than to change your character. Well, it's very hard to keep Shabbos in the beginning. But it's much easier to, 
you know, I've met, you know, in Israel, you get a guy who becomes like a Baal Tshuva. They come, in America, everything's slow. A person takes it off. Most people in America, they come Baal Tshuva. It's like... But in Israel, you can be the guy who's coming with a ponytail and an earring, and three weeks later, you see him with a blackout, no earring, and his hair is cut. I'm just, this is like, you can see. You see this Sephardi guy walks into yeshiva, Moroccan, comes in there, he's a ponytail and, a, and an earring, Three weeks later, he's walking in Google with a black hat and white shirt. You know, do you think he changed his life in three weeks like that? Do you think, like, you know, if he was an angry person, he's now calm because he put on a black hat? No. It doesn't go like that. Not, not at all. He could be born with a black hat and also not be calm. It doesn't, that doesn't, uh, character is hard work. It's a lot easier to change your garb or your accent or uh, your, 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 even your worldview is very hard to change. Well, it's very really hard to change. Your character is super hard to change. That our nature has much more of an ingrained effect on our on our character more than our deeds. It's a person's makeup and disposition. There's nature, there's nurture, and there's our, our choices that we've made. Uh, and there's either, um, you know, a lot of inherent facilities. Some, some, for some things, people can change very quickly. And some things, a person's character is really, really against the grain. Really, really difficult. And there's a, and any battle that's against one's natural inclination is It's really difficult. Who is this? That's what our sages expound. Who is the mighty person? That a person who was originally uh, an anxious person and today is calm. A person who was originally an angry person and today is, is placid. A person who was really, originally a nervous person and now handles things with tranquility. A person who is really miserly or stingy, which is a terrible mida. People are miserly. People are, and they become generous. A person who originally was a kaifa, kafoi, of an ingrate. Just takes, 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 and now has now has gratitude. All of that it's really hard if it's against your, you know, your your grain person who is a blabbermouth and doesn't know how to stop saying lush and hara and talking about people and then becomes careful. Also very difficult. A person who's shy and socially not about phobias, which are which are which are border on medical achievements or, or psychological achievements. They're just a person who's shy. And they, because of that, they're not able to accomplish a lot of things they could and should do. And they work on being socially engaged because it's important to be part of a community. It's important to, to meet people. It's an important trait to, to be able to do, do things. There are a lot of wonderful things. And you know what? Many shy people feel very lonely because they don't know how to interact with people. I can tell you firsthand that I've heard the, the, the sob stories. You know, and it would be much better if they wouldn't be so shy or, or scared and they just go over to people like, you know, nobody wants to talk to you. Well, maybe if you would talk to them, they'd talk to you. But, you know, or, or they do talk to you and you cower back and then you say, well, no one wants to talk to you. So it's important, but it's very hard to change. So these things take a lot of work. And a, and a real gibor, a real person of strength, is a person who works on this. There are many character traits. For just like there are many actions, so too there's many characters. 
because our actions will be, be heavily impacted by our character. And here too, just like we talked before about making sure we're clean, here too we have to make sure we're not walking around with these things bubbling in us. We're going to talk about the major primary character traits which will impact not only our actions, but will impact our other character traits. There are certain major character traits, certain major arteries, which affect all of the smaller, smaller um, um, character traits in us. Especially because we may regularly say it. Especially because we get very used to these, used to them, I will tell you. He doesn't say it, but I will. That people who have these character traits rationalize that they cannot change. <laughs> rationalize that my mother was like this and my sister was like this, or or, or blame God. Well, God made me this way. Don't worry for me. Um, or this is just who I am. Or, or my favorite. I'm 68 years old, Rabbi. If I haven't changed, I hope no one's here 68. If I haven't changed until now, uh, I'm not changing. You know, I'm 68. Don't beat a dead horse. Don't beat a dead horse. So a person gets used to it. Um, and this, they are gaiva, haughtiness, kas, anger, kina, which is envy, Envy. Taiva, which is desire. Desire for foods, desire for... Men have other desires that they desire. Um, Ladies, like for men, are desires for sensuality, physicality, uh, pleasures, uh, which could blind people to do terrible things. All of these are super negative things. Haughtiness, anger, envy, desire. Everyone would, you'd ask anybody, they'd admit that all of these have a strong negative if, if, if misapplied. And so you don't need proofs to that. We know they're inherently wrong. All of them are out of the bounds of common sense and wisdom. We call achatz k'day atzmo, and each one, each one of these four things can lead people to do the most terrible deeds. Desire, taiva, people who do the craziest things for taiva. You can see men who destroy their marriages, who destroy their lives, and women as well, uh, destroy their lives, their families because of taiva. I've met people who've got who for food, for a little for a little chocolate, a treif. Person's pushing a little from lady, religious lady. But for you know how, how small first first makes you fat. Chocolate's fat, full of fat. But for what? A piece of pizza? You have to get Italian pizza. Going to lose this pizza, right? <laughs> hey, for food, taiva people can make the dumbest things in the world. Men especially, Taiva. Women, I give them more kina. Women, jealousy, their happiness. You know how many women are unhappy? Look at their bodies. Not because of themselves. Their body, they're jealous. They look at their house. They look at their car. 
They look at their husbands. They look at their kids. And what, that, what bothers about their kids? It's not those kids. It's not that jealousy. People can live miserable lives out of jealousy and make terrible decisions because of jealousy. Anger. Ooh. How many lives have been ruined because of anger? How many people? How many car accidents? Heart attacks? Dumb things that people do out of anger. And guy of a haughtiness, there are people who take the wrong jobs out of haughtiness. People marry the wrong people out of haughtiness. There are people who advise their children to the wrong jobs and wrong things because of their haughtiness. There are people who ruin relationships out of haughtiness. There are people who can't connect to God out of haughtiness. Oh, terrible. The Kal'achas Kedai, each one of these four things, can lead a person to the worst sins in the world. To the wor- could bring a person to the worst place in the world, each one, one, one of these four. And next week, we'll start with the first one, which is Gaiva, which is arrogance, and to talk about how it came in from that. So we'll pick up Emir Tashem next Wednesday night. Have a good, good night. Good night.